Welcome to Manna for Breakfast, the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Good morning, everyone. It is a beautiful morning, as always, here in Puerto Vallarta. And the temperature is hovering at, I was going to say 83. It's at 80. Hey, we're cool today. And there is a hurricane uh, sitting off the coast south of us. So it's only Category 1. Chances are it'll zoom right on by us, but... Say a little prayer, make sure we don't want it, that hurricane coming in, hitting the coast and doing damage. So, uh, Hurricane Hillary. <laughs> we know that <clears throat> Hillary's can do a lot of damage. So, <laughs> let's be praying this one doesn't. Uh, let's look at this day in history trivia. Here is a brain teaser for you. Not a dad joke, really. Here we go. What is it that you throw away the outside and then you cook the inside? Then you eat the outside and you throw away the inside. <laughs> what is it? I figured it out. I mean, if you stop and think about it for a second, it, but just the way it's described, you go, yeah, that's really true. What is it? It's an ear of corn. Of course. There you go. Uh, fear does not stop death. It stops life. And worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. And really, all of these are rooted in what Jesus said. <laughs> Why worry about tomorrow? You know, uh, you can't change it. And uh, he is our peace. Okay. Uh, Bill Clinton admits he had an inappropriate relationship with Monica Lewinsky on this day in 1998. Mm-hmm. And let's see, anything else? Hmm. First fully animated film was made on this day in 1908. And first manned transatlantic unpowered balloon crossing, August 17th, 1978. Three Americans arrive in France after having departed from Maine six days earlier, 1978. And I just so happened to uh, know a lot about this. This was my parents' friend who did this transatlantic unpowered uh, balloon crossing with, oddly enough, a, uh, a man that I knew who um, taught me how to hang glide in the very early days. And I knew his whole family very well. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, too well. Uh, it was the man who crossed the, the Atlantic in this balloon later was the pilot of the airplane that my mother died in in a crash. Uh, they were close friends of my parents, and uh, he and his wife died in that, that uh, plane crash. My father was supposed to be on that plane, but was not. Changed his mind at the last minute. And tragically, uh, this man who, tr who crossed in this balloon first balloon crossing, uh, his son died later, also doing, uh, but in a balloon, also in Europe, trying to do another crossing. And he was younger than me. I knew him, grew up in school with him. 
So it was pretty powerful in our city, in our state. Um, they were on all the television shows, and this was a, a very big deal. And um, it was a nice man, a uh, very rich man, and uh, it, was a, it was a great thing they did. It was a very, very, very cold thing they did. It wasn't their first attempt either. All right, Hurricane Camille, August 17, 1969. Hurricane Camille strikes Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana, killing 259 people, leaving 70,000 homeless. So we forget about this hurricane because our, our recent one, but 1969, 70,000 homeless. Wow. Okay, and that should do it for that. Let's see. If we have any dad jokes lined up here, I know I have one. Here you go. No matter how kind you are, German children are always kinder. <laughs> Why? Okay, you guys know you're German, right? It's really kinder. Kinder is the German word for But we say kinder for children. It's interesting in Spanish. The Spanish use that word kinder. Uh, for the little ones, too. I don't know the origins of the word, which which language it came out of, but sounds German. So let's look at what we're reading today. Psalm 45. I don't know why my microphone feels like it's sinking. Psalm 45, 46, 47. Father, thank you for this morning, and we do ask that you would open our eyes, open our hearts, and guide us. As we read these things in Jesus' name, amen. Psalm 45. It's a song celebrating the king's marriage for the choir director according to the Shushanim, a masculine of the sons of Korah, a song of love. My heart overflows with a good theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are fairer than the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword on your thigh, O mighty one, in your splendor and your majesty. And in your majesty, ride on victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness. Let your right hand teach you awesome things. Your arrows are sharp. The people fall upon you. Your arrows are in the heart of the king's enemies. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. Your scepter of uprightness is in the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of joy above your fellows. All your garments are fragrant with myrrh and aloes and cassia. Out of ivory places, stringed instruments have made you glad. Your king's daughters are made noble ladies. At your right hand stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Listen, O daughter, give attention and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house. Then the king will desire your beauty because he is your lord. Bow down to him. The daughter of Tyre will come with a gift. The rich among the people will seek your favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is interwoven with gold. And she will be led to the king in embroidered work 
the virgins, her companions who follow her, will be brought to you. They will be led forth with gladness and rejoicing. They will enter into the king's palace. In place of your fathers will be your sons. You shall make them princes in all the earth. I will cause your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, the peoples will give you thanks forever and ever. Psalm 46. God, the refuge of his people for the choir director, a psalm of the sons of Korah, sent to Anamoth, a song. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar with foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride, Selah, there is a river whose streams are made glad, the city of God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has wrought desolations in the earth. He makes wars to cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Selah. Psalm 47, the king of the earth, for the choir director, a psalm of the sons of Korah. Oh, clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with the voice of joy, for the Lord most high is to be feared, the great king over all the earth. He subdues people under us, the nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the glory of Jacob, whom he loves, Selah. God has ascended. With a shout, the Lord, the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praise to our king. Sing praises, for God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a skillful psalm. God reigns over the nation. He sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have assembled themselves as the people of the God of Abram. The shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. Praise God. Not a lot I can add to that. It is just psalms and shouts of praise. The um, bride being made ready in the psalms, obviously written historically. I would need to look it up and see if it's referring to the specific bride, but it certainly is applicable to the bride of Christ and the idea that there's a wedding feast being prepared for the king and that the bride is making herself ready and is adorned with gold and is beautiful to the king, and and that there will be honor and there, there will be rejoicing when the marriage supper of the Lamb is brought forth. And all these other praises is just shouts for joy to God because he is holy and powerful, and he loves his, his people, and he will defend his people. And there is an honor and a power and a glory to him that is incomparable. Is really the, where the psalmist goes with all this. So there is reason to shout and be glad 
for our king reigns over all the earth. 1 Corinthians 10 now, starting in verse 19. What do I mean then, that a thing sacrificed to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? No, but I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons, and not to God. I do not want you to become sharers in demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord in the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? We're not stronger than he, are we? All things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own good, but that of his neighbor. Eat anything that is sold in the meat market without asking questions for conscience' sake. For the earth is the Lord's and all it contains. If one of the unbelievers invites you and you want to go, eat anything that is set before you without asking questions for conscience' sake. But if anyone says to you, this is meat sacrificed to idols, do not eat it. For the sake of the one who informed you, and for conscience' sake, I mean not your own conscience, but the other man's. For why is my freedom judged by another's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I slandered concerning that for which I give thanks? Whether then you eat or you drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God. Just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many, so that they may be saved. Well, that's good counsel. I mean, we really get it pretty direct from Paul here to not seek your own, I don't know if the right word would be satisfaction or your own um, pleasures and fulfillment, but to seek that of your neighbor. Be sensitive. That's the only way we can really look at this in the modern context to those around you. And we mentioned this yesterday. Um, We're not to partake of the things of the enemy of the world. Certainly not. And this is very clear to go into the party scene and be sitting around drinking with our buddies and partying with them. Uh, He says, you cannot partake of the things holy and the things that are profane at the same time. Yet in saying that, he wants to qualify that if they were to sit down with somebody who had bought meat, sacrificed to idols in the meat market, they could eat it because it has no effect on them. It's just meat. But once they find out from someone, a new Christian, say, hey, that thing is uh, profane. You can't partake in something holy and something profane. You can't take the Lord's communion and then take something sacrificed to idols. You go, oh, yeah, okay, I won't do that. Because they're not understanding that it's not really falling in the area of something profane for you because you know that it's just meat. It's not something else. Now, they're identifying it with something themselves that's evil. So this gives us a a lot of food for thought. Pun, I guess, intended. Um, The issues of drinking of um, gambling, of different things. Can you go to a party where there's a lot of people drinking and have a drink? Well, yeah, but 
should you, because especially there are going to be possibly people you're trying to reach to for Christ or reach for people that have no understanding. And, and there's, there are people that come to me all the time and, and, and have not all the time, but in, especially in the past when I lived in the States and I was younger because I was hanging around with a lot of people that were going to a lot of parties. I don't do that now that have alcohol, but they're going, Hey, so-and-so was over there and they were drinking. You know, I saw so-and-so over there were drinking like, Hey, what are they doing? You know? And it was at times it was people on our worship team. And I go, well, were they getting drunk? No, but I thought they were Christians. These are people that may come to church once or twice. And rather than trying to explain theology and the difference between a drink and getting drunk and all that stuff, I go, well, thanks for telling me. And I go tell that person, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. I learned that early on as a Christian, and especially when I got into the ministry. I really just had the freedom to have a beer if I wanted to. I just said, mm, you know what? I can. Don't even mind the taste, but eh, I think I'll just let that slide because I don't want to cause anybody any any amount of stumbling. And man, that's a big deal with somebody's coming off out of the world and they have a, had a drinking problem, still have a drinking problem. It's a strong witness when you say, yeah, I came out of that. I don't do it anymore. I don't need it. It's a really strong witness. It's a really big help. And, and uh, this applies in, in many different areas. So the idea is to be sensitive and to try and think of the other person and, uh, and, and realize it's not that big a deal. And Christians that, that really, really, really defend the right to drink, I say, well, okay, that's your, that's your right, but I'm not sure all things are lawful, but not all things edify. All right, so we are in Second Kings, by the way. We just covered Second Kings 20 last night. It was good. Hezekiah asking for a sign from God. It's, we should listen to it. Anyway, all right, Charles Spurgeon now. Second Kings 6.16. So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Okay, that's a powerful statement. Horses and chariots and great host shut up the prophet of Dothan. His young servant was alarmed. How could they escape from such a body of armed men? But the prophet had eyes, which his servant had not, and he could see a greater host with far superior weapons guarding him from all harm. Horses of fire are mightier than horses of flesh. Chariots of fire are far preferable than chariots of iron. Even so is it at this hour. The adversaries of truth are many, influential, learned, and crafty, and truth fares ill at their hands. Yet the man of God has no cause for trepidation. Agencies, seen and unseen, of the most potent kind are on the side of righteousness. God has armies in ambush, which will reveal themselves in an hour of need. The forces which are on the side of of the good and the true far outweigh the powers of evil. Therefore, let us keep our spirits up and walk with the gate of men who possess a cheering secret, which has lifted them far above all fear. We are on the winning side. The battle may be sharp, but we know how it will end. 
faith having God with her, is in a clear majority. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Amen. That is a powerful and true statement. And we're going to need to be repeating that to each other over and over in these last days because the powers of the enemy of the demonic realm are manifesting. I think it's safe to say more. Let's just say more than in a long time because Jesus said it would be that way as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be when the Son of Man returns. And in the days of Noah, there was and. There was wickedness and demonic entities on this earth in greater numbers and greater manifestation than perhaps at any other time than when Jesus first showed up and now when Jesus is coming back. So it is normal almost now to see more and more and more reports of demonic type of activity. Even the lady on the airplane, if you, if that was went viral about her saying that person, that person over there is not real. And they found out she wasn't drinking, she wasn't a psycho, she wasn't anything. But we're seeing more videos of this. There was this demonic woman on this plane that was in the first class uh, that was crawling in the seats and just going weird and wacko. And, um, and that looked, she looked possessed. And while certainly she could be on a hallucinogenic and just be on drugs, we don't know. Uh, it is foolish for us to say that none of that is real and none of it's happening because it is. It's happening. It is. Uh, and we just need to be standing strong, knowing that he's with us. is much greater and stronger than he's as, than the enemy, uh, the, 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 the demons that are with them. And um, essentially forewarned is forearmed. So when these things come around us, we just, we just denounce them. We just rebuke them in the name of Jesus and say, my God's greater and rest in that. Okay. Um, I think we should pray. This is kind of a shorter one today, but let's go ahead and spend some time in prayer. Father, we thank you very much for this day that we come into your presence and your blessing upon our lives and the fact that we know your strength and your power and all that you're doing. We thank you, God. Thank you for the service last night and the encouraging uh, aspect of your words to know that there is, there's always a second chance. There's always uh, a way that we can get back right with you and that you are a God that desires to bless. So thank you for that. And, and you even grant people extension of life, as you did Hezekiah. And so we pray that for our brother, Pastor Joe, up in Busadia, that you would be blessing him, healing him of his cancer as he's asking you, as Hezekiah did. Pray give him 20 more years, God. Uh, just heal his body so he can continue to do the work he's called to do and wants to do, just ministering your gospel to people. So we pray for him and his marriage, his wife, his family, his church. You bless it and keep him, God, heal his body. Pray the same for Hank and his wife, whatever stuff they're still doing, dealing with. Of course, Karen Skoog, we believe she's got healing. We're going to pray for her daughter, Augusta, God, that you rectify that whole situation that Augusta might be able to. See her parents, and uh, you would just bless that, that family and unify them. 
and uh, pray for the, the Calvary Chapel Albuquerque work going on up there, God, that it would be fruitful and it would multiply and you would be bringing in the right leadership and God and helping that church. It's always been struggling, God, for a long time since we've left. Pray that it would be a strong witness in the community there in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Thank you for what you're doing there. We pray for the Castor Lions, the two daughters, for their healing. Pray, God, that you continue to use our youth as they're growing in Christ, and you use them, God. Strengthen them to be ministering to their own people, their own age. Now as school is getting started again, and we have a new group of kids going into high school, God, will you please just keep them strong. And any of the kids going into college, keep them strong, God. Help our kids resist the attacks of the enemy. Thank you for a beautiful day that you've given us. Pray for those that are needing surgery and needing to have their body parts kind of somewhat upgraded as this is that day and age where, God, we live in a technology where we actually don't have to suffer the pain for the rest of our lives of some of our joints. So we thank you for that miracle of medicine, and we pray for your healing touch upon those that need it. So thank you, God, and we praise you and, and, and thank you for this day you've given us. May we live it out for you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we will see you guys tomorrow, same time. Let everybody know about the audio podcast and subscribe to that if you can. And continue to to uh, build that along with the live feed. So let me know where you're listening and what platform when you get a chance. If you're new, especially, love to hear from you. So we will see you guys tomorrow. God bless you. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.